What's up, guys? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, where our number one passion is helping you grow in your walk with God. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and my mission in life is to do whatever I can to help you develop an authentic friendship with your Father in Heaven. That's right, to know Him and make Him known, these are the two most important things in life. There's no question, spending time alone with God every day is going to improve every area of your life, including your family, your finances, your job, and without a doubt, your eternity. So make plans to hang with us every Tuesday as we grow together in our ability to engage with God in our everyday lives. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I take the plunge into a very special podcast about the refreshing power of spiritual water in a podcast we're calling Spring Up a Well. There's so much said about hunger and thirst, but would it surprise you to hear us say that hunger and thirst aren't actually bad? In fact, could you believe us if we told you that hunger and thirst are an enormous blessing from God? Yep, in today's podcast, we're going to debunk a myth about these two concepts, as well as encourage you to refresh yourself by drinking deeply and continually from the rivers of living water. So many of us walk around dry and cracked, literally dying of a complete absence of spiritual water in our lives. Spending vast amounts of time drinking from the wells of this world only to find ourselves parched and utterly shriveled up spiritually. King David describes this zombie-like state in Psalm 63, verse 1. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. The only difference from David and many of us is that we don't recognize our own depravity. A couple things to expect. I lay out plainly how to satisfy the deep thirst within your soul. And Josh baffles us by reminding us that drinking the world's water always comes at a high price, while God's water is utterly free for all. So let's pray and we'll jump in. Holy God, we come to you today to feast and drink from your reviving well. We know your word tells us if we open our mouths, you will fill them with good things. So we come expectant, ready to drink of your goodness and mercy, of your life-giving spirit. Please open our hearts to receive direction from your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's make like a super soaker and shoot straight into this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled, Spring Up a Well. What's up, Josh? What's going on, man? How you doing? Jeff, I like your gray sweatshirt. Oh, it's, thanks. It's gray. It's very svelte. It's very gray. It's, yeah, because it's that you don't want to stand out, right? So you wear a gray. Well, it's honestly what it is, is we're just chilling in my basement. Truth. And I just got comfortable. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is like one of those sweatshirts I just want to lay around the house or something. I you love know? it, man. Threw on some it. pants, got my... Uh, you got your loafs on, baby. Yeah, little slippers on there, you know, the house shoes, whatever you want to call them. You know? So, <laughs> hey, just, that's, I, maybe that's a Mississippi thing. Maybe I don't know. it is. Martha always calls them house shoes. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of... We call them slippers where I come from. Slippers. 
Are they slippy? Slip. They, do you slip in them? Slip and slide. You slip into them or you slip in them? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> hey, good news. We are both wearing fun, festive glasses. Yours are fire engine red and mine are like Spider-Man plaid. And yeah. we're kind of friends. So Yeah, we're, we're cool like that. I, although I don't have good near as cool a hat on. In fact, I don't have a hat on you at all. You don't have a hat. Uh, but yours has like Star Wars stuff and like yeah. little, I guess that's like the stars in the galaxy. The galaxy. Like planets. It is the galaxy. It kind of looks like you spilt paint. Hey, you were talking head. about, do we have any current events to share? Dude. Yes, I was. Star Wars episode nine is coming out. It's coming. It's coming. I can't wait. Oh my word. I'm a nerd. I know. I love it. I know. Usually we have it on the calendar. I think it's the 20th. Is that right? December 20th? Okay. I'm not that much of a nerd. <laughs> You thought. Oh, blimey, nerd alert. Yeah, there we go. You don't even know when it's coming out? Yes, oh, I just word. knew it's like, Christmas time. So. Christmas time. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, we were talking about water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smooth transition, bro. Oh, man. Thanks. Well, I'm known for that, you know. How do those people do that? They're so good at it. You know? I don't know. Like these news people, they have that thing where like, well, speaking of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But we are going to get into some scripture here because uh, we're talking about thirst today, Jeff Dio. Yeah, we're talking about spring up a well. I mean, you know, one of the things I think that is amazing is about the Bible is just constantly all these metaphors, right? Yeah. Um, and so we're just going to talk about one of the big ones. One of the big metaphors uh, really has to do with water. Awesome. Yep. I like water. Water is good, man. I mean, you know, I actually just met somebody the other day who refuses to drink water. (laughs) I'm serious. What? I'm dead serious. Like, I'm talking about a couple weeks ago. You know? Like, literally won't drink water. And if you give them a hard time about it, uh, they're just like, don't bother me. Okay. I just refuse. That's one way to live, man. Water. Okay. You know, and their, their thought is, well, like, coffee has water in it. And like Coke has water in it. Okay. Okay. So anyways, back to water. You Thirst. said something like, I like water. Ooh, this is making me thirsty, Jeff. Mm, yeah. We actually didn't get water that we should have down here to save our voices. We should have. talk and talk and talk and talk. We might get kind of thirsty. Oh my. And we might have to take a pause or a break. Okay. You know, maybe there'll be like an intermission in the middle of the podcast where somebody will come on, like do a little recap of what has happened and like, then like what's gonna happen next. And while they're doing that, we can go get something to drink. Perfect. Or even some popcorn. I love <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. I'm gonna have fun editing this. Okay. Wow, um, <laughs> anyways, all right, so we're back to water here. Okay. And, and really the whole point of this is um, there's something to this whole water metaphor and we wanna kinda dive into it, right? Yeah. And there's tons of scripture backing all this up, man. You're talking about, I mean, we've, we've talked about a lot of this stuff on previous podcasts. I'm talking like Psalm 63, uh, Psalm 42, you know, yep. as the deer pants for streams yep. of living water. There's, there's all of these different yep. kind of metaphors and allegorical things that go along with this. Yeah. But as we were talking beforehand, we realized there's a bunch of stuff that we've not touched on. Right. That we want to share today as well. Yeah. And I, I'm really excited about, I think we'll get to in the second half. Uh, when we get to a ministry that you brought up while we were talking. So we'll come back to that because yeah. we actually want to give people an opportunity to support 
uh, this ministry. So hang in there and listen to the intermission in the middle. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've got some cool things we want to share about that. So, but let's start off, uh, talk, let's, let's start off with some familiar territory here. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, it's probably one of the most popular scriptures on worship, uh, is John chapter four, the Absolutely. one at the well, one right? At the well. Uh, but we're going to look at it from a slightly different perspective. I mean, if you imagine we're going to be talking about water, you probably realize, okay, the woman at the well, Jesus encounters her there. And of course, a lot of times we talk about her transformation and the way Jesus uh, prophesied over her and the whole town gets saved right. and all this stuff. But it all started with thirst. Yep. It all started with thirst. And um, so let me just read from John chapter four, verse 10. Awesome. It says this, Jesus replied. Now, of course, you know, setting this up, we know the story of the woman at the well, but um, Jesus is hanging out at the well. She shows up in the middle of the day. We know that she was likely an outcast because she showed up when nobody else was showing up. Usually mm -hmm. you go get the water in the morning. She shows up in, in the middle of the day when it's hot and um, she starts to go draw water and Jesus asks her for a drink. Right. And they have this little exchange, right? Um where she's like, I can't believe you're even talking to me because she's like, a, she, you know, she's a Samaritan mm -hmm. and Jews are not supposed to associate with Samaritans. And she's a woman. Exactly. I mean, that's not cool either, apparently. And um, it's just not appropriate or whatever. Yeah, so culturally. She, yep. Yeah, culturally. Exactly. It's not something you would expect to happen. Uh, so he's breaking those cultural barriers, which is a whole different uh, topic for this story. Yeah. Okay. So in verse 7 says this, soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water and Jesus said to her, please mm -hmm. give me a drink. Mm -hmm. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone to the village to buy some food. Yep. The woman was surprised for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. Mm. Why are you asking me for a drink? <laughs> Right, Jesus is starting something here. Right. You know, he's starting right. something. Yeah. Uh, so verse 10, Jesus replied. And I love this because he, you know, he's leading her somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think this is part of how God calls us to talk to maybe strangers or unbelievers or people that need to know God. It's kind of coming in the back door. Almost, Absolutely. You man. know, like yeah. leading her down a path and you're fishing. Yeah, exactly. So verse 10, Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who I am, you would ask me and I would give you living water. <laughs> well, whoa, where did that come from, right? I mean, it's just like they're just talking about getting a drink here, right? right? Uh, so she asked, she was, you know, questioning the cultural thing. And so he took it to the next level, right? Yes. Verse 11, but sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this is a very deep well. Where would you get this living water? Besides, are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, hmm, who gave us this well? How can you offer better water, man? I mean, come on, bro. I mean, it's not like it's like a, it's not like a quality level, like from like your uh, no name brand to Dasani to. I don't know, some of those other expensive brands. It's like a whole different world. In the words of the water boy, now that's some high quality H2O. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yes, exactly. Um, how can you offer better water than he and his sons and cattle enjoyed? Yeah. Jesus replied, people soon become thirsty again after drinking this water. Mm -hmm. But the water I give them takes away thirst altogether. Hmm. 
I love the way it says this in a New Living Translation. It says, it becomes a perpetual spring within them, giving them eternal life. Right. And of course, her response is like my response would have been, you know, it's like, please, sir. The woman said, give me some of that water. Then I'll never thirst again. Oh, man. And I won't have to come here to haul water. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, again, she still is thinking physical water. And he had made that transition from uh, actual physical water to spiritual water. Yeah. Right. And he's talking about uh, eternal thirst. Mm -hmm. He's talking about desperation. He's talking about this thirst that is put in us by him uh, that is meant to be fulfilled by him. Through the rivers of living water. And Jesus is the king of this man. So like he always took these kinds of situations and scenarios and he took a natural thing yep. and he, he put the super on it. It became supernatural. Yes. Like he did it when he said, this is my blood. Uh, you know, yes. like this, this is my body. This is my, he always did these, yep. these sacred moments, these holy moments that just are a normal, ordinary moment. If you're looking at it through naturalized, but bam, it becomes supernatural in a minute. Totally. That's exactly what he did here. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's the same thing when he was like, you were saying about the blood. I love that because it's the same type of deal. We're not actually talking. He's like, eat my flesh, drink my blood. And the people are like, oh, gross. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, guys, follow me here. You know, like, yeah. I'm talking about spiritual food. Yes. And now spiritual drink. That's totally it, man. Right? Yeah. All right. So, and there's a bunch of these. So we're going to jump into a couple different scriptures and then we're going to kind of break it down a little bit more. So yeah. maybe you can jump into Isaiah 55. <laughs> yeah. I love this. One of my favorite passages in Isaiah and it gets kind of uh, lengthy here. I just want to read it though. Come everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters and you without money, come by and eat. Come on now. Listen, listen, everybody. Uh, you just do it again. Just read that again. Like this is for you. Yeah. If you're thirsty out there, if you're, if you're wondering like what life's all about, if you're feeling empty and or purpose, uh, even if you grew up in the church, you know, yeah. and you're still going, what is going on here? This is for you. Come on. He's saying, come everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters mm. and you without money, come by and eat. I just love this. Come by wine and milk without money and without cost. Why do you spend money on what is not food and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and you will enjoy the choicest of foods. Yeah. So it's going from this thirst man into hunger. He's talking about, man, come and and eat of me. If you don't have any money, it doesn't matter. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so that you will live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The promises assured to David. Since I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples, so you will summon a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you will run to you, for the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. Now here's the deal. It goes from this hunger and thirst, and it actually goes into practical demonstration of what that looks like here in verse six. It says, seek the Lord Come on, man. while he may be found. I'll say it again, man. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he is near. Now look at this. Let the wicked one abandon his way and the sinful one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so he may have compassion on him Mm. and to our God for he will freely forgive. Wow. There's so much there. It's the response to the hunger and the thirst. Yeah. I mean, we all feel this. Like we all feel this desperation. I mean, it's like the minute you come out of your mother's womb, you're, you're feeling hungry and thirsty and you're always searching for something to fill that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about this stuff. I mean, people talk about the God shaped hole, Mm -hmm. however you want to 
uh, describe it, you know, how we're constantly trying to stuff stuff into <laughs> that hole yep. and it just doesn't satisfy because it only, the only thing that satisfies is, is God. Like he, he's the one that satisfies, satisfies that thirst. Totally. You know, I mean, it's so beautiful, this passage, cause I mean, each one of us is thirsty mm-hmm. and I know there's some people listening right now. You feel that hunger, that thirst, that desperation. Uh, you're, you're, you're feeling like you're kind of lost you maybe lost your purpose. Maybe 10 years ago you were on fire for God and you had all this destiny and vision. It seemed like everything was going great. And, and yeah. now everything is just not going. Maybe you're going through some very, very difficult times. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do feel like you're in that desert. Maybe you do feel like you're all alone. And uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe you have found great success and you've actually been finding uh, your joy and your pleasure in success. And maybe you forgot about uh, that spiritual hunger. And mm-hmm. even as we speak, you feel that again. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe I've been feasting and drinking on some things that are not what I was designed to feast and drink on. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hungry again for that. You feel those hunger pains again for the things of God. Yeah. And with the woman at the well, man, that's exactly what was going on. She was feeding herself and drinking from a well that she should never have been drinking from. And that was dysfunction and kind of chaos in the home with all these different husbands. We didn't really yes. tackle it in the scripture, but going on to read that, man, that's exactly what she's doing. She's tapping into the wrong source. She's tapping into the flesh and yep. there's a lot of shame and yep. man, she, no, dude, she was number one full of shame because she's a Samaritan yep. and a woman yep. talking to a rabbi, a Jewish yep. man. There's all that shame. But even beyond that, Jesus began, why, why don't you go get your husband? Yeah. So she was already thirsty yep. in the natural. She was already dealing with shame and despair, probably. Yep. Yep. And, but then Jesus starts poking that bear a little bit. Why yep. don't you go get your husband? Yep. Because you've been drinking from a well that you should have never been drinking from. Yeah. Cause I he ha- wants to deal with the real issues, right? Totally. Like some people would think, man, that's kind of mean. Like yeah. I would never do that to poke, but he's like, look, I want to bring you complete healing. Yes. I don't want to just deal with the surface issues. Yeah. Let's go all the way down deep though. It's risky though. It might seem offensive. She could have walked away offended. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness she wasn't, you know, but, but this is what God wants to do. He wants to bring healing to the deepest level uh, of everyone listening. Holy tsunami, Aquaman. Isn't it crazy how we can get so offended simply when Jesus wants to help us get our healing? I'm so thankful that he waltzes right in and shines a light on all my hidden struggles. Why? To embarrass me or condemn me? No, to set me free. He knows how I'm hurting myself when I try to satisfy my thirst by drinking from all the other wells. Okay. Today is a big day, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, yours truly has a birthday. Yeah, I'm turning the big 5-0 today. Tuesday, November 5, and I'd like to ask you to bless me on my birthday by inviting you to join our family for a special opportunity we have to help raise money to build fresh water wells for people who have no access to clean water, with the hope of opening the door for them to hear the gospel. Yep, four of my family members are participating in a special 10K run on Saturday, November 16th, and we are asking you as a special birthday gift to me to join with us through a special one-time gift by emailing us at info at jeffdo.com 
or by checking out the giving link on my recent Facebook post. All right, as we get back to the conversation, Josh reveals the source of the popular phrase, spring up oh well, as he uncovers its origin in the book of numbers of all places. And I make the connection between the rock that Moses struck to quench the thirst of all Israel with the rock of Christ Jesus that was struck to quench our eternal thirst. So hold on tight as God releases another wave of his spirit in the second half of today's Pure Worship Podcast. Is like you heard me read this about the woman at the well. Jesus said the water that he wants to put inside you is a perpetual spring yes. that continues to flow. Yeah. So it's the spirit of God that never runs dry. Yeah. Right. And so no longer are you running here and there trying to satisfy yourself with uh, the world's drink and food and, and pleasures. But now you have this perpetual spring spring up. Oh, well, there's mm-hmm. a well now that's within you through the spirit of God that's referred to in John seven thirty seven as the rivers of living water. Yeah, out of your bellies will flow rivers and streams of living water. It's exactly. so cool. What a cool picture. So talk to us a little bit about uh, this idea. Man, I, you came up with a really cool concept you were, you were talking about earlier about the difference between like hunger and starvation and all that. Talk to us yeah. about that. So uh, I, have, I have some friends, and if you guys want to check this out, it's jesusfood.org. And the, the wild thing is in their mission statement, their thing is in, in Africa, uh, in just a few years, they are hoping to eradicate starvation in the wow. continent of Af- Africa. Now, here's the deal, Jeff. They, they want to be realistic. Sure. You can never eradicate hunger. Wow. The reason why, or, or eradicate thirst, the reason why is hunger and thirst are actually a gift of God. Wait, 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 wait. It wait. sounds weird. It'll mess with your paradigm for a second. I know. You're going to have to, you have to explain this a little bit, all right? <laughs> well, because we see the commercials, you yeah. know, end hunger now. Yes. That yes, whole thing, you know. Right. But it's like, you can't. Because the way our bodies, the way our souls, the way our, we are designed by God is to hunger and to thirst. Yeah. Hello, woman at the well. Yeah. Her body was designed to hunger and thirst to be at the well. Jesus's body was designed to hunger and thirst. Right. Even Jesus as a human being slash almighty God. Right. Was hungering for both. I mean, he had hunger for, uh, the, the physical water. Yep. Then also he, of course he was the rivers of living water and he had the spirit of God on him. So, well, he's hanging on a cross. What's one of the last things he says? Mm, I, I thirst. thirst. Yeah. So, uh, if you could just track with me for a sec, hungering and thirsting is actually a gift, but the perverted version of that is starvation. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and also famine, drought, those kind of things. Yep. Those yep. are, those are punishments and a, a consequence. Curses. They're, yep. they're a curse on the yep. land. When, when, when you go through famine or a drought, that's a curse on the land. Yes. But there is a blessing to have thirst and hunger. And so that's what these guys are looking to do at Jesus, jesusfood.org. Uh, my friends, Dick Hockrider um, and Tim Stromer, man, these guys are going for it all around, especially Africa, to eliminate starvation. So if you want to check them out, everybody, I encourage you to go to the website and give to this ministry. It's super powerful. I, I love that concept because, I mean, we, we do tend to think that hunger is bad. Yeah. And really, that's not really what we're saying. Like we were actually Absolutely, created man. to be hungry. Yes, you know, and and so hunger is not something that we're trying to get rid of. We do want to make sure that we're feeding 
on the right thing or that we're satisfying that hunger in the right way, right? So the problem is not the hunger. Problem is starvation. Now that's a problem. When you're dying of thirst, that's a problem, right? Whether that be spiritually or physically. Again, these metaphors, you know, I mean, you have the, the, the physical hunger, then you have a spiritual hunger that's meant to be there so that it can be satisfied in the right way. That's totally it, man. Wow. So it's, I, I just never really thought about that before, but yep. yes, um, the Lord has designed us to be hungry and to be thirsty. And what's, what's wild is, man, you're kind of tapping into this whole, like spring up a well. Yep. Uh, what, where are you kind of coming from, from that totally. the whole thing? Well, I love it. Cause, uh, we're reading through with, uh, I go to celebration church here in Lake bill and, and, uh, the youth group, uh, CU celebration youth is going through the Bible in a chronological order right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're using the Bible app, um, and we're going through, and it's a lot of scripture. So we're, you know, two, three, four chapters a day. And so, uh, one of the, the, the books that we've been going through is Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. And so we came through this and as we were preparing for this podcast, of course, went through numbers and Deuteronomy, uh, in numbers, 21 17 uh it talks about <laughs> it's funny because you think these are just songs that people come up with right like in our day right we had yeah. we, we had that song uh, from back in the day uh spring up a well within my soul hey, hey, spring up hey. a well and make me whole up a well and get to me that life abundantly yeah I've got a river of life flowing. All right, right totally. That. 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 But then you got the new version, which is we come alive in the river. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we come alive in the river. river. Right? There's all these metaphors that we're using in our songs. We yeah. don't realize these songs are coming out of the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Spring up a well. Jeff, I didn't know this. I, I mean, I've read, I've read through this a bunch of times. This might have been the point where I flaked out in the book of Numbers and just I was getting anyway. I was my, my river was running a little bit dry. There you go. But anyway, yeah. here it is, right here. Spring up a well. It's the story about how the Israelites are roaming through the desert with Moses. And of course, we know they're complaining about being thirsty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And of course, they don't want to die. I mean, you know, you you could die of thirst pretty quick. So they're out in the desert and they're like, we need water. And we know the story. But, uh, you know, first time this happens, uh, Moses goes and he strikes. He's instructed to strike the rock. Mm -hmm. And so he does. And man out gushes water. And the Bible says enough to to uh, quench the thirst of all the Israelites. We're talking like what, two, three million mm-hmm. Israelites plus all their cattle, all their animals, all the, you know, every being that needed water. Yep. In, that's a lot of water. I yeah. mean, that is a lot of water coming out of this rock, right? So in response to this situation, the Israelites begin to sing this song and actually prophesy to uh, the well. Mm-hmm. Do you have it? Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, man, if you guys are looking at this, it's the book of Numbers, chapter 20, looking at verse 16. From there, they went to Bayer or beer. See, they went to beer, yeah. which will dehydrate you. No, they went to <laughs> Bayer. The, 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 well, the, the well the Lord told Moses about. Gather the people so I may give them water. In verse 17, it says, Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, well, Sing to it. This is I had the Holman, and that's you're, what it says. You're quoting the scriptures right now. Spring up, happening? oh well. Oh Sing to it. 
The princes dug the well, the nobles of the people hollowed it out with a scepter and with their staffs. So this out of that the thing where they struck the rock, here it is, bam, spring up a well, sing to it. Wow. Isn't that kind of a cool little thing there? I it, like it is, man. I mean, and that's what we're praying for people right now. Yeah. We're saying inside right now, you may feel empty. You may be trying to satisfy your life with all these different things. Maybe things aren't going well. Maybe they're going great, Mm -hmm. but you still feel empty. I mean, we've all heard the testimonies of rich, wealthy people getting everything that they wanted and still feeling empty. So we just can go ahead and decide that right now. We understand that there's nothing on this planet that's going to quench our thirst like the well, like the the springs of living water flowing from God. And of course, I mean, if we want to take the metaphor just a little bit further, we understand that the rock represents Christ. Yes. Right? Strike the rock. Yeah. Moses struck the rock. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what happened. In, in essence, yes, we know that the Romans mm-hmm. struck the rock. We know that the Pharisees and the Israelites were part of that, you mm-hmm. know, crucify, crucify. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we know Isaiah 53 says that God actually struck his son that yeah. allowed for this to happen, yep. you know, at the disobedience of the people, you know, but, uh, so Jesus was struck and because of that, then there's a couple of different metaphors there. Number one, we know that he was, uh, he was stuck with a spear. They pierced him in his side. Yeah, pierced and blood him. and water flowed out of his heart. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So you got that water flowing out of the rock of Christ Jesus. But then you also have as Jesus then is raised from the dead and, and sends back to heaven, what happens? He sends the Holy Spirit mm. for us, which is again, John seven thirty seven, represented by the rivers of living water. Yep. The spirit of God is the rivers of living water that has been sent now to quench that that thirst within us that become that perpetual spring yeah. within us because the rock was struck yep. now the river the spirit of god the rivers of living water can come and quench that thirst for us that's so good dude we didn't talk about this ahead of time i i feel just led to share this story just by way of wrapping up here Jeff, you just kind of said, for those of you out there that are kind of running dry, or maybe you just feel like a disconnect or whatever, guys, listen, a lot of you know what I do. You guys know what Jeff does. We're worship leaders. We do this stuff. We do ministry. Jeff's at North Central. He's a professor. I go all around the state. I go around the nation. We we equip people in evangelism, blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the deal. Um, About two months ago, I just was at a place, Jeff, where like, I'm like, God, I miss you. Yeah. I, I, I want, I want to just worship you. Mm. I, I felt like my river, I feel like I go through this a lot, man, because I've shared podcasts sure, sure. before about yep. just different struggles I've walked through and just kind of feeling completely dead inside. This is the thing where I haven't, wasn't extremely like dead, but sure. I'm just like, dude, my river was dry yeah. and I didn't know really what to do. So what I decided, I live in a little town called Wells. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and a prophetic word that's been going around for the last few years has been God is redigging ancient wells. Yes. So I, what I did, man, is I decided, Lord, I've been doing all this ministry. I'm doing all this stuff. I lead worship and I'm trying to bring together conservatives and charismatics and all yep. this blah, blah, yep. Yep. I'm telling you, Jeff, hard work. It's amazing. Man. It's hard. Digging. It's exhausting. <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted a place where I could just be yes. and I can just worship the Lord and I could set the table. Whoever wanted to come, they could just come. Yep. But it wasn't about numbers. I wasn't doing it for anybody, but just me and the Lord. And so I, I started off, I did these three worship nights Yeah. and I felt the Lord saying like, I'm going to do a September stirring. So it's, what's wild is out of my thirst mm. and I'm not boasting me. This no, no. is the Lord deposited. 
I, because of my thirst and my hunger, what the Lord did was open my eyes to the hunger and thirst that's actually in my own region. Yeah. Because the first night, man, we, di- we didn't even promote it really. We had 50 people the first night, 75 the second night, and 100 people, man. It was just like a packed little church yep. on, on the third night. And what the whole thing with the Lord was stirring was he said, I want you to establish my altar of worship at the mm. southern gate. Yeah. And so it's interesting that out of my my spiritual hunger, yes. the Lord gave me a gauge on the hunger and the thirst in my community, but the Lord ended, ended up really speaking to the southern gate and really ushering yes. in the Lord moving in, in a really powerful way in my, my little town of Wells. So Man. what I'm, what I want to encourage you guys with today is let your spiritual hunger be, it's like you speak to that. Well, just like the Israelites did in, 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 in numbers 21, 17, yep. they said, they, they, they said, spring up. Oh, well, they yep. sang to it. They actually prophesied. They said, we're speaking to this. Well, guys, for me, that's what I needed to do. I needed to sing to my well. And I need to say, spring up. And that's what we're doing just right now for your spirit. We just say, spring up, yes. oh well. Let the dam be unclogged. Let the river flow freely. And we're wanting you guys to walk in the fullness of what God has for you today. Yes. We want the river to flow. And it's not just for you. He's going to actually give you the gauge and uh, like check the temperature on the hunger and thirst that's in your own situations. Absolutely. I, I think too, guys, you got to understand, and we kind of said this, but let's say it again. Like the hunger that you have is not bad. Right. Like, don't try to get rid of your hunger. Yes. But do satisfy it. Yes. Well, what do you do when you're physically hungry? You eat. You go eat, right? I mean, so you, here's the thing though. Don't wait till you're starving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's too many of you are spiritually starving. Yeah. You're literally dying of thirst. Drying up. Spiritually, mm-hmm. you're dried up. So here's, I mean, I know this, this is so simple, but I just want to encourage you. I think it's a both and here. Mm-hmm. The big event, the gathering that mm-hmm. Josh is talking about, man, it's so powerful. But let that be uh, an instigator mm-hmm. so that you'll go and start drinking every day, mm-hmm. right? Don't mm-hmm. live from event to event. Events are important. We gather together. Yep. We drink together. Absolutely, There's something powerful. Yep. But then go. That, that's what the invitation is, right? Isaiah 55 said, come and drink. Yep. And I would say... You have to understand that you need daily refreshing, mm-hmm. not once a month refreshing uh, from the Spirit of God. Yes. So just make a plan That's it, man. and begin to drink. Yeah. Come and drink. So yes. Lord, we just thank you for everyone listening. We thank you that you are the rivers of living water. You are what our spiritual thirst yes. cries out for, yeah. Lord. And it's not bad that we're thirsty. You created us to be thirsty and you're the one who satisfies that mm-hmm. thirst. I pray, Lord, that you would draw us into that secret place and that you would teach us to drink daily from you in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, podcast fam, that's going to do it for this week's thirst quenching episode of the pure worship podcast entitled spring up a well guys. Here's the question. What are you thirsting for? Could it be that like many of us, you two are running around drinking from different wells, just hoping to be fulfilled? Look, it's okay to enjoy the things God made on this earth, but stop believing that these things will satisfy your soul. Honestly, fellowship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the only thing that will bring you the refreshing healing that your soul requires. If you're enjoying the Pure Worship Podcast, why not screenshot our logo and share something about how it's touched you on your social channels? 
you can let them know that they can look forward to next Tuesday when Josh and I will dig deeper into the beauty of God's paradoxical invitation in a podcast we're calling Come Boldly. Don't forget, if you're interested in supporting Josh's friends, you can reach out to them at jesusfood.org. All right, we're counting down the minutes until we get to hang with you again next Tuesday as we bring you another stirring episode of the Pure Worship Podcast.